There we go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, I haven't seen you all day. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I have. Yeah. All day. All day. All day I've seen you. Yeah. <laughs> So, we have something special today. Uh, we have six different fan questions from yeah. uh, six different, very different humans. Not one human. <laughs> it's not one human with an extensive wig collection and a number of aliases. It's six yeah. entirely Th- different ones. These are real questions. They just, are real questions. Just fake people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the people's course. Uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna let you read them out because you wrote them down. Okay, well I I say yeah, we'll just go through them one, one by at one. Time. Yeah, go on. So this first one is from uh, Devondra from Devondra. Staten Island. From Staten Island. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she has great hair. So could you give it to me in the voice of a Devondra? Yeah. All right, I will. So. How do you guys feel about sex? <laughs> sex in general? What's your number? Oh, sorry. Is that too personal? What is sex to you guys? And so Devondra was concerned that some of this would be too personal. I'm not going to get personal with this. First I'm, of all, when they ask what is sex? I, d- I don't know. I think Devondra, because <laughs> I did ask Devondra a little bit more about like what she meant by this. She. She was hot. Devondra knows what I'm talking about. So she... Um, I don't. Um, I... Yeah, it's an inside <laughs> joke with me and Devondra. So she she just wants us to talk about sex. I don't I don't know. Well, I mean, Salt and Pepper did it first. <laughs> yeah. And they did it best. Anything they did that it. we, we do, can't top be, that. We'd just be a cover. Yeah, but so she also expressed uh, that in uh, any question she asked, she doesn't want us to be diplomatic. She doesn't want us to plead the fifth. Like, she really wants us to answer... <sighs> I mean, um, like, I don't know. I mean, like, sex is good. How uh, do you guys feel about sex? Sex in general. What's your number? Oh, I mean, like, how many people we've had yeah. sex with? I would answer that. Would you well, answer that's, that? That's really easy for you to answer. Hold on. I get a, I get a, <laughs> I get a count on, like, one and a half hands. Here. What? What's the half? Well, like, not full half, but, like, you know, I, don't, I know I don't have to use the full two hands. So, hold on. Because I think you even remember better than I do what my number is. Oh, um, yours. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Um... Oh, I remember yours. Wait, wait, wait. All right, so I got... Let me... I'm counting in my head. Okay. This one. The first one. one. The second one. Third Third one. one. There was a one-night stand. Then there was... I feel like I have to say the names for me to remember who they are and keep them straight. I don't. High school, summer, Canadian, one-night stand, long-term, before me, and me. That's seven. So that's seven, including my wife. Yes. Who is me? Yes. Who is you? Yes. For those who for those who are tuning in for the first time, uh, this is Darcy yes. and I'm Aaron. Uh, we are the Fevers, mm-hmm. and this is our podcast. So my uh, number is lucky number seven. My number seven. I am 33 years of age, yeah. and my number is seven. Mm-hmm. I would say I am low for the average man, mm-hmm. number wise. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my number is one. One. I, I, you lost your vision. Not, not you, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you lost your virginity to me. Yeah. So all you know of is my mediocre sex, Aww. which is which is beautiful. I'm blushing right now just imagining that family members of mine are listening to this, so I feel like we gave Devondra what she wanted, and now it's time to move on. Okay, so. I could talk about this for hours. I'll set, up a, I'll set up a separate podcast to talk about my sexual escapades. Oh, she's not going to be happy with me but but what what else is there to say really we answered the most personal question uh what is sex to you guys 
I mean, is putting the penis in the putty? Final, Final answer. answer. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. Okay. So, number two. Um, this is from Bob Bones, skeleton guy. So, he says, how do you reconcile... Oh, this is a good one. How do you reconcile being friends with people who are Trump supporters? I'm very lucky in a sense. And I actually don't have any per- anybody anybody who I already considered a friend yeah. as a Trump supporter in my life. So like I'm very lucky in that sense. I I I know <laughs> it's just I know I know I agree, but it's like, just a funny thing to say. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like I don't I don't have to have to do that. I don't have to do that thing of like you know oh Jesus because I I it would I would have problems and I would have arguments and yeah. I would and I would have long conversations. I do have a lot of American friends, a lot of them friends who still live in America. Um, I guess it's just the the scene that I met them through. I think weeded out the possibility of that happening. You grew up in America, so you can meet people yeah. through a number of different ways and from yeah. a number of different types of... But when you think of, of it, nobody who I've met past the age of 18 that I'm friends with is a Trump supporter, you know? My friends who well, are... It's that's, my, when you, well, that's when you can be selective about yeah. your friends. <laughs> I mean, my friends who did vote for Trump, there's two in particular that I'm thinking of. Um, I still feel like I would select them as friends if I met them today. It's not like, oh, I got stuck with these people. Um, but it, it is, yeah, to me it's a bit of an anomaly that they are Trump supporters but yeah so for me it's and it's also family it's you know not my immediate family but extended family well you do have some very close family in the sense of like they're not like oh yeah uncles and aunties and stuff like that and them I just the way I would reconcile that is just would not talk about it like that's it I wouldn't talk to them about it that wouldn't happen I had the interesting thing of like um Oh, are we allowed to like drink during it? Uh, not alcohol. It's just yeah. Like, I have a, can I have I have a can sip of water because like, I'm co- super thirsty. Of course, because I'm super hungover. You're not like not. You're, I'm not going to deny you liquids during I don't know. this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I because I you know uh, when I went and visited your family, I actually met some of them and even got into political conversations with them. But I felt like we it, we were they were very careful political conversations. I felt. I like think from both sides though. They were yeah. Because everyone's basically everyone is aware this is a family outing. Yeah. Nobody wants to get into an argument right, right now. Right, right, <laughs> but it's a, but it's a funny thing, and I and I think it's a good thing that when you are careful like that, you can find common ground. Actually, I think. Yeah, but are you getting the truth out of everybody when people are being careful? Are they really being as honest about how they feel about stuff if they know they're trying not to start a fight? I think they're being honest about what they're saying. They might not just not be saying everything that they care about, but, like, there are issues that, like... I could agree with any of my family members on who voted for Trump that have to do with corruption in government, for example, or like problems with the, or like a dislike, and I don't, I don't know, like a, I have a lot of friends who were huge supporters of Hillary Clinton. I wasn't because, you know, I'm a progressive and a liberal and, and not pro-establishment at all either. So I f- can find a lot of common ground with people, especially if they don't like I... Hillary Clinton, they don't like establishment politics. I... Okay, not to turn this into a political podcast. Yeah. Because like, you know, like, I, can, I consider myself a more liberal person than most. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a more progressive person than most. I don't understand. You're more of a social justice warrior than I am. Yeah, I yeah, that's probably quite true. Yeah, yeah I I have arguments where I'm arguing the more 
social, uh, con- socially conscious object. <laughs> yeah, well framed. That was a very fair framing. More socially <laughs> conscious. I don't know. It's a hangover Sunday when we record these guys. <laughs> You're like, not hungover though. This is not. This is very true. It's very. But I've had a very long two weeks. That's true. That's true. Um. But, uh, yeah, I'm usually arguing from a more uh, liberal uh, standpoint sometimes when I'm, we, we mean you have arguments, but... I mean, I disagree. I think that I would be staying true to classic liberalism more oh, and whatever. you would be, Okay. But I, I guess this is my thing. I don't understand the whole, like, labeling thing that you guys do. Like, and how a label can stop someone from being something else. Like, you, you keep talking about how Hillary Clinton was a corporate, like, you know, kind of figurehead and stuff yeah. like that. And that you couldn't vote for her because you're more progressive and stuff. Right. And while I, I understand where you're coming from, just because, yes, she did have a lot of corporate money behind her, doesn't mean she couldn't also be liberal and progressive at the same time. Like, she could actually, like, have interests that would, like, help further your interests. Just, like, you know, it didn't didn't exclude her from doing that just because she had corporate backing. And look, also, I want to be clear, too. I voted in New York State, so I could afford not to vote for Hillary Clinton. Were I voting in a a swing state, I, you know, probably would have voted for her, just to be clear about that. Yeah, so she voted for Trump. (laughs) Yeah, I voted for Jill Stein. Um, So, yeah, but let's not make this a political podcast. But no, the the corporate money in politics is a huge problem because that is who these people are beholden to. And and you saw this, that I know you don't like Cenk, but I fucking love him. And that the guy from the Young Turks. Yeah. And the debate he was having at Oxford in which he just fucking annihilated this old dude in a suit. Um, He was talking about how... He was talking about how... um, Public opinion doesn't influence policy. There's no correlation right now in the States between public opinion and policy. And there's a obviously a direct correlation between donor opinion and policy. Okay, and I'm going to drop that part of this now because I still haven't really answered the real question of how do I reconcile being friends with people who voted for Trump or who are Trump supporters. Um, I know I would be much more hardline because I've seen you reconcile mm. being friends with Trump supporters and I know I'm much more hardline than you. And I'm much harsher uh, in my opinion of people who are Trump supporters. Um, but I go, I mean, there's a piece of me that that wants to be super pissed off. And you see it come out and then it, it kind of go back in and, and trying to understand. Because you want to stay friends with but, them. But also trying to understand where they're coming from and trying to understand that just because someone voted for Donald Trump doesn't mean that they are like him and doesn't mean that they uh, condone everything that he does. It's just, you They're know. comfortable with him. Well, and that is a, that is a little bit disturbing. Yeah. Um, and they're also, they don't really care about who gets hurt because they know it's not them uh, I don't know if that's exact I, I don't it's a lack of care for your fellow man as long as you're being looked after no they think my friends who voted for Trump they don't see him as being dangerous in the way because he's, he, he's, he da- he's not dangerous to them <sighs> he's not dangerous to them if they, you know, if one of the, if they were Muslim, they wouldn't like feel okay about him. If they had family who was Muslim and might not be able to get into the country and visit them ever again, they wouldn't okay. be okay with. But him. like, there are like it probably it's probably a very low percentage, but like there are Muslims who voted for Trump. 
All right, but, okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just to talk about how to reconcile it, I do find it difficult. My one friend, I think I've texted her twice since he got elected, being like, still, like, are you still on this? And I might continue to do that time to time. She doesn't want to talk to me about it anymore. Um, But she's an interesting one, because she voted for... In, and I don't think she'll listen to this, but um, if she does, she knows, she knows who she is, yeah, obviously. She, you know who you are. But she voted for, in 2008, she she voted for Ralph Nader, who I was campaigning for at the time. In 2012, she voted for Obama. All right, okay. And then in 2016, she voted for Trump, which is just like an amazing like um, regression of ideologies. Uh, but, but no, in my group of friends, like you saw this, my core five girls, like we were fucking going at it like when the election was oh, happening. Oh, you, you guys like, imploded like, with each other. Really had some drama and some conflict yeah. and it's uh yeah it's you know it's fucked up every time i hear the name ralph nader i think of darth vader <laughs> so that's all i imagine like on the campaign trail is darth vader just oh. like standing there with a lightsaber going vote for me no ralph nader is so great nader's crusaders okay sorry oh god that was so lame <laughs> That was the lamest thing. It was thing. really for the person who asked this question. It was for Bob Bones because Bob Bones actually campaigned for me with Nader. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So, okay. So the next one, this is from Anthony Ornetta. It is Oh, he's, for he's you. comfortable with this one? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, how is it dating a vegan? Um, here's Wait, dating? We're married. We're married now. Well, <laughs> when we were dating. How is it being married to and, and having dated a vegan? Um, fine i mean here's the thing like morally i completely agree with veganism and i really appreciate that and can i just say that i really appreciate people like you who don't try to and i was saying this to someone else recently who like don't try to do the mental gymnastics of like it's actually great to eat meat and we're actually the food chain but who just admit yeah it's wrong to eat meat. I still want to do it. Yeah. Okay. It because tastes really a, fucking because good. Because there's a lot of things that, and like, <laughs> I'm not a perfectly conscious consumer. I'm not even a perfect vegan. And so no. there's a lot of things I do that like aren't morally great in the scheme of things. And I admit that I'm imperfect. So I appreciate your stance on that. Sorry. This question is for you. Yeah, exactly. Back <laughs> off. Get off my junk. I just want one moment to shine, Darcy. Sorry. You go ahead. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, the uh, the moral side of it, like mentally, I completely agree with what you do. Thank you. Um, I also recognize that I love too many meat products and dairy products and eggs just, to be able to give it up. But you also love pigs. Like you were showing me all these beautiful pictures of pigs this morning. Like, yeah. and then you just wanted like uh, but baby, chop them up and eat I've, them because they're delicious. They're Ooh. really delicious. Um, there are a couple of things I do because of this, because I can't give it up, but I do want to do better somehow. I, there's a couple of things I do. Like, first of all, I like cooking dinner for you. I like that too. Um, and so I often have a vegan meal if I'm able to like sit down and like cook a meal for the two of us. I'll eat whatever you're eating Mm -hmm. and you know, I'll always make sure that it's tasty. So Mm -hmm. it's good. So yeah. Uh, so that's fine by me. I don't like... I'm not going to cry if I don't have meat in my meal. And you cook awesome vegan food. Thank you very much. Uh, some excellent recipes from Jamie Oliver. Vegan shepherd's pie. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so, the... So, like, I, I don't... I, I That's kind of how I handle it to a certain extent. I also do, like, one meat-free day a week. Mm-hmm. That's today! Uh, that's today for me. Um, and I've been doing that for over a year now. A year and a half, actually. Yeah. To today, almost. Yeah. Um, and that's been surprisingly easy to do. And I did it partially to like 
make things good with me and you to a certain extent because I started doing this early on in our relationship yeah. it was only about three months in I yeah. started doing this but I, I, it was something that I always wanted to do and so dating you made it easier to try it because yeah. it gave me a good excuse to try it because it was like partially like showing off to you of like you know hey check me out and it works because I really appreciate it yeah. I think it's great but I was originally only going to do it for a year but then I kind of like got into it because I found a, it's nice to give my stomach a break from meat mm. because I do know, and I'm not a scientist, but I do, <laughs> I do know from reading things before that like meat is slower to digest in yeah. your stomach. Yeah. So it actually like makes my stomach feel a little bit less bloated if I have at least mm. one veggie day a week. Um, and uh, and the other thing I do, and I've, but this was something I was doing for a while, is I've been reducing the amount of animals I eat. And someone who was saying to me recently that that's actually not great for the environment to like, you know, to concentrate on eating like a large amount of one or two animals or ah, whatever like that. okay. But I basically like, I just don't see the point of killing more animals if I can just reduce the amount of animals I kill. I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes any sense, but at least makes me feel better. No, I know. Cause like you say, you never want to like eat duck. No, I never <laughs> want to eat duck cause I like ducks too much and I don't feel the point. So I eat, I eat five different animals, and one of those I shouldn't eat based on my rule of why I eat these five different animals. Okay. What are the five? So I eat them because I feel like other versions of meat are just too similar okay. to this one okay. to bother. So like if I have like one of each type of meat. Okay, wait. So you eat, I mean, you eat beef, pork? I eat, I eat beef because like... Other, the other stuff I eat aren't like beef. Okay. I eat pork because the other stuff I eat aren't like pork. Like beef, and, beef and pork are very different to each mm -hmm. other. I eat chicken because, again, it's very different to the other two. Mm -hmm. um, I eat cod fish yeah. or a similar white fish, like a hake or something like that. Um, I don't eat other seafood outside of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're, they're, they're my core four. <laughs> And if, if I was sticking by my rule of like, okay, so these are all just very different types of meat. And then like, I could eat, I could eat deer, but what's the point? Cause it's not going to be that different from like, you know, beef, like a steak. It's like, Is it venison, like steak wise, I don't feel like it's a huge, people say like, oh, it's got more of a gamey kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, like, right. It doesn't seem different enough to me to bother. Yeah. Same with lamb. It doesn't seem different okay. enough or good enough for me to bother with lamb. So, I so don't what's the lamb. fifth? I'm so curious. Turkey? Turkey. Okay. But that's like once a year. Oh no, I guess you would eat. I try and get slices of it because it actually yeah. is healthier than chicken. Right. Okay. So I try and, I try and get a bit of that into my diet as well. Um, so they're, they're my five meats. So I don't eat other shit. Um, and I, I know it's not great for the environment, but I just feel like it makes me feel better morally to not be eating well, random yeah, other animals. Well, yeah, because, like, you, you were so sad the other day when the nature documentary was on and, yeah, like, the they, wolf was eating a duck. Like, you were so sad. The baby chick, and it was really sad. <laughs> but that's, but that's, he, but, like, he, oh, well, has, I'm not to, he has to eat animals. I'm you not gonna, don't. Yeah, I'm not going to stop him. Yeah. Like, you know, but, yeah, so I guess if the, the question is how is it, like, dating a vegan or being married to a vegan, it's grand because, like, 
I'm okay with it. And yeah. also, you're not you're not the classic, the stereotype of a vegan where, like, you're giving me shit all the time. No, and also, most vegans aren't like that either. No. It's like, the actually, the, the zealots are the, the meat eaters. Like, they're the ones who want to have an argument with you, mostly, in my experience. I think, I think, the, I think the stereotype of the really vocal vegan who tells everybody they're vegan and gives a lot of shit, I think is, like, the newly converted vegan. Yeah. And it's just someone who's super excited and passionate about it. Yeah. But if you've been doing it for a while, like anything, if you do something for a long time, you just stop making it a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's fine uh, <laughs> is the answer to that one. That's a long-winded <laughs> answer for it's fine. Okay, so now this one is from Apocalypsia. And, okay. And uh, she says, she asks, <laughs> what pub, and the way she pronounced it was, what pub in Dublin would you look around in and, pe- and this is verbatim. So would you look around in and pensively look around and say, I want to die in this pub? Pensively? Mm-hmm. So does that mean it's so shit that I'm like, I want to die right here? No, 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 no. It's that you love it so much that this is where you want to end up. This is where you want to lay your soul. I have two answers for that. Okay. Uh, do you have to answer that? Or is that, is that just oh, for me? Oh, that's both. That's both That's us. for both of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are two pubs that I feel very strongly about in Dublin. And it's not so much like, you know, I love the pub so much, but they're for two different reasons. So one um, is uh, Hogan's, which I is... A, I, I don't think I've even brought you in there, to be oh, honest no. with you. But um, that was my life from, like, I guess before you. So, like, 31. Where um, is it? It's on Georgia Street. It's top of Georgia Street. It's on Fade huh. Street. So uh, it's just kind of like... It's like a corner pub. Um, and it's just so for, you know, the Dunn stores on Georgia Street? Yeah. It's just, just, just up the road from that. Okay. So, um, it, I was there from the age of, like, 21 to 31. It was 10 mm. years of my life. That was the pub that I always went to. It was the closest thing I had to, like, a local, even though it wasn't very local Aww, sometimes. we should go sometime. I'll definitely take you in. It's, like, a nice place. It's, it's, there's nothing particularly special about the pub, but it was just because it was right beside where I worked for, like, three years. And we used to go drinking there all the time. And then because a lot of my friends for a long time after that were from that job, it was just the place that we always went to. And then I always took new friends there because it was just my place. And there was, mm. a little, there was a little corner in that pub, which was just like, which was our corner of the pub. And uh, yeah, so I love that place very And so much. you would want to die specifically in that corner. I I'd, I'd be okay yeah. if I had to. I don't want to die in any pub. But if I have to die <laughs> in a pub... That might be one. And the other one is uh, Whelan's, which is on Wexford Street. That's where we met. That's where we met. Well, we yeah. met in a no drama workshop, but we, we talked. Uh, we talk, spoke to each other. Yeah. I, I count that as meeting. Yeah, we didn't but we meet. didn't meet at a pub. We You know, it's not like we randomly met at a pub. We met no, at a... No, we, we were there because of a, like a like a drama like group that we <laughs> a were connected. A drama club. <laughs> a drama group that we were connected to. Yeah. But we met, we met, we met, we spoke to each other for the first time yeah. in that pub. Mm-hmm. But also... Also, it's the I to me it's the quintessential Dublin pub, mm. and uh, I have a lot of memories there. I've gone there for years and years and years, not as regularly, but like I've lots of memories there as well. And it's just yeah, it's it's uh, if I was taking someone to if someone if someone was visiting town and I wanted to bring them to like an Irish pub, I take them to Whelan's. Okay, we need to remember that for when like Brittany comes. 
Oh yeah, you know, with Daphne's like Brandy. Because we didn't, because um, Apocalypsia, we didn't take her to uh, Wheelands. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and I guess, but I, I feel like because of the type, because it's a bit of a like rocker, smelly rocker bar. Yeah. I don't feel like that was necessarily Apocalypsia's like place to be. Ah, uh, she would have gotten down. Okay, fair yeah, enough. She would have gotten down. Um, for me, like yeah, now that you mentioned Wheelands, just because of like our beautiful history there, I mentioned Wheelands. <laughs> um, I also. I'm a huge fan of the Black Sheep. I, I really like the vibe there. I like yeah, they have a great that's, beer that's selection. That's pretty local to us, and that's pretty and cool. And it's very local to us. They, I love pubs where you can play board games. That's totally my jam. Yeah. So I played Dungeons and Dragons there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool. Okay, so number five. Who is this from? Uh, this is from George Crumpnut. Okay, so George Crumpnut. So this is one of your friends. Yeah, George Crumpnut. I guess. So, I don't know uh, what the question is. <laughs> so he asks, what are you guys on the Kinsey scale? Right. And then as a follow-up question, do you believe in bisexuality? Right. Well, so, first of all, yes. Then you believe in bisexuality? Yes. Yeah, of course. Like, I do like, too. It's not like a fucking unicorn. Yeah. Like, it exists. <laughs> I know people who are bisexual. Like, I don't think they're mythical. No, no, but there is this whole stigma, which I don't agree with, and I guess that's what George is asking. Yeah. Um, There is this stigma that, like, okay, bisexual girls are just, like, trying to get attention, and bisexual guys just, like, don't want to fully admit that they're gay. Like, that stigma totally exists. but, But that's... But that... The reason why that stigma exists is because of that obsession with, well, you're gonna want a cock. That so deep down, that's what everyone that's wants. That's what everyone wants. So yeah. if, if it's a guy, right. he wants a cock, really, <laughs> but he just can't fully admit it. And if it's a girl, well, she wants a cock, but she's just doing she's, this. She's, like, going with girls to, uh, to, to, to get, get a the cock. cock. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just it that. Is. It's, it's really it's, sexist. It's, the, well. it's yeah. the most typical sign of patriarchy. It is. It's like, well, it really totally what is. they want is a dick. <laughs> everyone wants the dick, right? Actually, that's so funny you mentioned this, because now I remember George, and I remember one time George and I were at a... I a gay bar together and uh and we met this guy and he said literally to us those words he said everybody like dick everybody like dick <laughs> well i mean i like my own i just don't want anybody else's mm. uh, which i guess brings us to the kinsey scale thing to the kinsey scale so we actually took an online quiz uh, i don't think it, it's perfectly accurate i don't no. agree well i'm i'm fine with like t- t- reading out the questions to people okay um, so, uh, we, we took, it was a quiz we found online, so I'm sure completely medically accurate, <laughs> but I just wanted to figure out what our score, Kinsey score, which are people who don't know what the Kinsey scale is, you described it. Um, so it's a scale that, uh, you know, Dr. Kinsey created when he was studying human sexuality and it's zero to six of the spectrum that you're on. Yeah. So zero being completely heterosexual and six being completely homosexual, three being bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we took this test. So the first question is, my sexual fantasies are about. Mm-hmm. And so your options are only the opposite sex, mainly the opposite sex, rarely about the same sex, which I'm noticing uh, that this is a, an option that some people might be choosing at home. Uh, mainly the opposite sex, sometimes about the same sex, both the same sex and the opposite sex. Mainly the same sex, sometimes about the opposite sex, 
and only the same sex. Now, I'm not going to read those options out for every question. Yeah, but, that but they're always you, like this. So it's always kind of... an idea of what the question is. Yeah, and it's always a six-point option, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that first one would be a zero, and then a one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So that was question one. The second question was the idea of having sexual intercourse with someone of the opposite sex is good, bad, or indifferent. Right. Uh, the idea of having sexual intercourse with someone of the same sex is good, bad, okay, or indifferent. Okay, and this is the one that did you in. Well, yeah. not that did you in, but I don't agree with this. Which, which moved me on the scale. Which made you, because I, I think you're a zero. Right. I think you're a zero. I think I'm a one. I think you're a zero. But because you answered this question as saying, like, it wasn't hideously disgusting, the idea of having the, sex with a man, because you were just like, the option, you were the, just like, yeah. Okay, the options for this were, the idea of having sexual intercourse with the same sex is desirable? No. Alluring? No. Interesting? No. Tolerable. And I answered, okay, it's t- I can tolerate the yeah. idea of it. Yeah, that was my answer. It's the as well. only idea of it. It didn't disgust yeah. me. Because the next right. qu- the next options were negative. I'm yeah. not like, oh no, that's terrible. Right. And I'm not it's not dis- the last option is disgusting. And I'm right. not I'm not disgusted by the idea of it. Right. That. And so this is the only thing that you said that wasn't purely zero. And yeah. like I just don't agree that that because that has so nothing that, to, that, that doesn't imply that you're at all attracted to men. It just implies that you're not disgusted by the idea of sex with them. Right. I'm not I'm basically comfortable in my sexuality. Yeah. Um, so I've, uh, the fourth is I've had sex with, and then uh, your options of like some people and then others. Uh, identify myself as straight or bisexual or whatever. Uh, I feel emotionally bonded to uh, the opposite sex, same sex, some of both, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a score of one and you got and a, I score got a score of, of one. one. But I don't think that's accurate. I think but you're like, zero and I'm one. I don't really care that I get a score of one because I feel like, you know, it, it still doesn't mean that I'm bi or anything like that. Like, it's still no, pretty I, far away from no, a bi score. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I d- no, and not that it matters and, like, who cares if you are a one. I just think it's it's so inaccurate and so joy. George, now that I remember him, he and I, we used to go around to people a lot. And, is this still George, is it? Yeah, this is still All George. Right. And so we used to go around to people, and that would sort of be like our icebreaker, like our conversation opener. Like, so where are you on the Kinsey scale? Like, and, people know this randomly. Um, and you, Yeah, most people don't, but it's a good way to tell, like, if someone's cool. And usually people are just like, ha-ha, or they're like, what the fuck? But I remember one time we went up to these people when he was um, staying with me in Colorado, and after everyone was just, like, laughing us off or like brushing us off like weirdos we went up to these two guys and asked them and the first one was like well you know I'm with a girl now but I was in a juvenile detention center when I was younger and like I dated a guy then and the other one was like yeah well you know um I was abused by my uncle as a child and once I hit my teens my body did have a reaction but I've only been with like women since so like I'd probably be a one we were just like whoa and we ended up hanging out with them for the rest of his time in Colorado because they were just like really really cool and um, other people I was acquainted with in Colorado then uh, were a lot less cool. <laughs> uh, really a lot less cool. We're either going to gain a million uh, followers based on this podcast or lose a million. I don't know which um, one it's going to be. But a lot of people too when we bring up this conversation and we explain it to them. This is our joke about guys too. A lot of guys like you who mm. are f- forward thinking and wouldn't mind being labeled as like slightly bisexual will say something like this. Well like I can see that Chris Evans is a good looking guy so like I guess I'm a one. But like 
no, <laughs> that, that doesn't just because just because you recognize the difference between like Chris Evans and like Pat Oswalt, just because you recognize the aesthetic difference between those two men, that doesn't mean you're attractive. But here's the thing: so I'm sure at some point in my past, I've probably given that answer myself. I think so. Probably. Uh, I, I think maybe even a relationship, I've probably given that answer to you. But yeah, um, I think I think the reason why people say that is because they're. I know so many guys in my life who've literally tried to tell me, and actually I know someone who you know who has given this answer of like, I don't even understand how, like, what is attractive in men. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I, don't I was like, I don't know what a good looking guy is. I can't can tell the be? difference like, between a good looking guy and a non good looking guy. And I don't buy it. I don't but I think it. there are people who are so uncomfortable with yeah. the idea of yeah. being attracted to men that they say this sort of stuff. And that's why I think because I'm not, uncomfortable with saying that a guy is attractive we wonder if like oh does that mean that we're like somewhere down the scale right but this is I guess that's that's my that's my problem with this assessment too that that um to be like fully uh, that to be not attracted to someone equates with disgust for that person and it doesn't and that's why I think the fact that you aren't like ew 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 about the idea of having sex with a man doesn't make you yeah I mean George is an attractive guy yeah, he's he got is, he's got he? really solid thighs, <laughs> very strong thighs, which are alluring. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's very handsome. He's, he he's hot, right? He so what's the next one? Okay, so the next and last one. This was one of your friends as well. Oh, uh, so it was uh, Steve Schlagemeyer. Steve. Okay, so Steve Schlagemeyer says, and I'm using Steve's wor- Steve's words. Okay. If you were to and for you, if you were to um, fuck a man, and for me, if it was a woman, who would it be? And he also wanted to make this clear that it's not just a, a bang, bang thing. It's like a real, uh, he said, to get your rocks off, but to really get your rocks off, but to go to like, dinner, to have some romance. Like, it's, okay. it's, it's you but know. It, but is it like sensual sex? Is it like. Yeah, if, I would if, say if, so. To use the terms of like the Total Bellas TV show that we've been watching, uh, like, is it like a quickie or is it like, you know, a real sensitive. A sensitive. <laughs> it's the sensitivity thing it's the sensitivity thing thing. it's absolutely the sensitivity thing i am very much looking forward to your aunties listening to this one oh my uh, god and getting on to us this is gonna be great (laughs) so they probably uh, all stopped listening by now so it was like who it would be yeah who who would it be i feel like i know your answer all right well let's see give me what's your answer chris evans (laughs) no no is he gonna be a wrestler no because I was thinking about this, because we did get these questions in advance. We did. I was thinking about this earlier. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to have sex, which, and this is going to make me sound weird, I'm a top. <laughs> that doesn't sound weird. That makes perfect sense. Right. But um, if I'm going to have sex with a guy, I feel like he should want it. Right. He should be into it. Right. Chris Evans wouldn't be. Chris Evans is a straight man. Yes, that's true. That's a good so point. So I feel like I have to pick a gay guy. Yeah. If I'm gonna give him a good time. Right. Um. So. Uh. So based on that. Mm. Can you answer? Do you think you have the answers to that question this time? Yes, I do actually. <laughs> um, Adore Delano. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, Adore Delano mm-hmm. is a drag queen from RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race who uh, I've I've looked at and said, like, they're hot. <laughs> yeah, he has. Am yeah. I, now, am I allowed to answer with someone that I actually know? 
Well, that's the question, isn't it? Because, like, I guess it's like when you apply that, like, the five celebrities yeah. who you're allowed, like, uh, you call it the hall pass or something, isn't it? Or, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, five celebrities are allowed to have sex with, but your partner's not allowed you to get mad. You can't choose someone you know. You can't choose someone in real yeah. life. So, so I, will, not- I will get that answer from you post-podcast. Yeah, but I feel like I shouldn't put it out there. No. Um... So, you know who it is, though. I was, I was talking about how beautiful she was this morning, and you were like, Oh, Stop. yeah, I know. I know exactly who it is. <laughs> I literally shouted at you today, please don't go off and have a lesbian affair with this woman. And now you're going to tell won't. me about how she would be the one you would have a lesbian affair with. But I don't want to have a lesbian affair, and I love you, and I'm married. Good. good. Let's, let's hope it stays that way. Um, but then, I... I don't know. Well, here's the thing. It's like a whole romantic thing, so you would really have to like be into... like chatting with the person it's, I think it has to be someone you both admire and think is like attractive let me think but would you would you because that's the thing because would you go with a lesbian or would you just go with random lady who you would just less assume for your argument's sake will be into this yeah I would probably mogor mogor go more I'm getting nervous <laughs> <laughs> probably go more with with a with a bisexual woman I don't think I would go with a lesbian, actually. Okay. Um, just because I would almost... Well, that sounds arrogant, but I would almost feel bad. I would almost feel like if it, like I was leading her on. Like, I would want it to be very clear for both of us that, that, like, that this was just... Because it's just a one-time thing. You can make it clear to a lesbian, though, as well. Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. Oh, God. I don't know. Um, first one that comes to mind, let's say, because we are we are getting close sorry, to the point the first, of wrapping up. The first up. person that really came to mind, and this maybe is 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 a cop out, but peppermint. Oh, peppermint is is a is a peppermint is a trans is woman. a trans woman who's yeah. also on RuPaul's Drag Race. So we're both going with RuPaul's. So basically, what we need to do <laughs> is we're gonna get real drunk some night and go to like a drag show with peppermint and adore Delano and basically go like, baby, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow morning when we go home. See, um, but peppermint wouldn't be into me though. I don't think. I I bet peppermint dates men. Uh, probably. You know, okay, I thought of a woman, too, though. I thought, well, sorry, she is a woman. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Christina Hendricks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you if, down with that. if you're going to get with a woman, you might as well get yeah, with a woman. woman. Yeah, she, she, she may not be a lady, but she's all woman. <laughs> and how. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a good answer. Yeah. We've been watching Mad Men yeah. uh, together recently, so that's completely understandable. Yeah. Would you not get with Peggy, though, with her hot twist move? Oh, no, but I would use the hot twist move to seduce Christina Hendricks. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's been our sex issue. <laughs> Uh, our sex episode. Uh, if yeah, if 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 you want to make to to guide our next episode, yeah, please fan questions. By all means, yeah, send us some questions and we will answer some more. Because uh, I guess yeah, because we don't treat this like a, a husband and wife like uh, podcast so much in the sense that we talk a lot about like you know well here's what we think about being a couple. Oh no. Uh, we don't do that, but I guess if you have questions about being in a yeah. couple or in a long term relationship and stuff like that, by all means send us on to us. Or about anything. Thing. About anything. At all. Yeah, at all. You're doing a guaranteed <laughs> voice. No, that's at all. At all. Yeah, yeah we, we're we're going to be uh, role-playing in, in some Dungeons & Dragons characters soon. We're both going to go for it. I'm going for more, mm. going for more V-Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a real, real cockney gangster. And I'm um, Garatina Golden Ball, isn't it? <laughs> all right, well, that's that's it, our episode for this week, guys. It's a long one. 
Uh, we've been skirting along this time okay. for a little while. Okay. We had to answer the questions. We had to answer the questions. All these people really, these are burning questions. So, so uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, be, make sure to subscribe via iTunes if you want to like catch everyone that comes out uh, without missing an episode. Uh, and also leave a review for us if you like us. Uh, and, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.